tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another shift on Televised Heroics. Guess what, everybody? Um, we've come down from the high of crossover, the CW cross on Earth X, but... Uh, I think we might end up having a best a special bonus episode over the Christmas vacation um, or Christmas hiatus for uh, for that crossover again, right, Daniel? Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we. I mean, there's just so much to talk about with that, and it was so great. Um, and I think we'll bring in other people to talk about it, but uh, expect that over the winter break. But this week we're going to be talking about the CW shows, the mid season finales for those. The return of Agents of Shield, and the second to last episode before the 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 second to the I'm sorry the last episode before the mid season finale of The Walking Dead. Yeah, that was a mouthful, Daniel. <laughs> uh, Sounded like it. Yeah, you know, and uh, the weirdest thing is not not too much um, news in for the particular shows that we cover uh, right now. So we won't have a very big news section, which will allow us to get right into our shows. But we do have a few things we want to talk about. Uh, I guess, you know, one thing that we can talk about, which kind of affects us, kind of doesn't, is the whole Disney um, Fox acquisition. It, as, as of when we're recording this right now, it sounds like everything is a go. They're just kind of having the bankers go over the last stuff and the fine print and the lawyers going over the fine print. Uh, I think the last report I heard was it's a $74 billion deal that Disney is going to pay to Fox for all the wow TV and movie rights of those characters. Um, I mean, what do you think of this, Daniel? Well, well uh, I posted an update saying, it, you know, their net worth was $67 million, so I'm surprised they offered a little bit more. Um, now, as... You know, crossovers or, you know, future movies. I honestly don't know what to expect. I mean, we're going to have to get a new Wolverine. Um, finally, what? maybe possibly get a really good Fantastic Four movie, which would be awesome. But other than that, it's just crazy that, you know, we're going to live through all of this and see it happen. <laughs> but, do, but do you think we'll get a new Wolverine? Because Hugh Jackman always said that he'd come back if uh, Disney got a hold of the X-Men. Who? I mean, he's gonna be really fucking old, and you know, it's gonna be hard to 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 put on that that muscle again. I would imagine at his age, but I, it'd be pretty fucking cool, right? Yeah, I would. <laughs> but I'm also okay with them getting a new a new Wolverine. I mean, it's a new era, new movies, all that stuff. So I'd be okay with that too. Same here. Okay. Uh, with that being said, let's get into some other news. Uh, Alice Eve, do you know this actress? She's going to be joining uh, Iron Fist Season 2. I know her from uh, She's Out of My League. She's in an episode of Black Mirror. Uh, there, She was in Star Trek Into Darkness. 
there's a few and there's a few other movies out there that she's in. I uh, honestly think I think she, she's she's gorgeous and you know uh, uh, a, a somewhat good actress. So, uh, how do you feel about her joining Iron Fist? I have not seen any movies or any shows that she's been a part of. So, so none of that stuff I mentioned. You 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 haven't seen. You don't watch Black Mirror. <laughs> no. What is wrong with you? You don't like good things. Uh, I could say the same thing about you. <laughs> you do say the same thing about me. <laughs> there you go. Well, so it's even. Well, season four of Black Mirror comes out New Year's Eve or de- December 29th. You should uh, definitely binge watch all four seasons when that happens. Okay. All I right. might actually give it a try or watch her other stuff because we have the same birthday. Do you? You have the same birthday as Alice Eve? Like same yeah. year too? Well, not same year, but you know, same day, February sixth. Uh, wow, look at that. Uh that's cool. No, yeah. Um I have no idea who she's gonna be playing in Iron Fist. Um I, I, I don't what I'm sorry, what'd you say? Oh, it just says one episode and then it just says actress. That's all it says <laughs> on our IMDb. Yeah. I, I imagine she's gonna be in more than just one episode, but uh, who knows? Maybe maybe she's playing like uh Danny Rand's mom. In a flashback. Didn't we already have someone for that, though? Yeah, but I think she, you see her for like a second before she gets sucked out the plane. That's true. Yeah. So. Do we need flashbacks, though? Uh, we don't need flashbacks, no, but that's not going to stop them from doing it. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, speaking of the, of the Netflix shows, uh, Jessica Jones Season 2, the trailer dropped for that. We have a release date for it. It's going to be March 8th of 2018. Uh Ooh. I, like I said, I probably think Jessica Jones is my favorite of the Marvel Marvel Netflix shows. Uh, only inching out Daredevil, but uh, yeah, I would definitely say that uh, Jessica Jones is is pretty awesome. So I'm excited for season two, even though you know it's unfortunate that the Purple Man died in the first season. Yeah, but um, from the little description that Entertainment Weekly. Uh, put out the other day it looks like it still might be a psychological thriller ish type show with uh purple man still being involved yeah he definitely looks like he's still involved and i'm guessing he's gonna he's gonna be there weighing on jessica's psyche so uh, i'm excited for that yeah i still don't think he's fully dead though you don't think so that's interesting i mean he has the power the power to manipulate people's minds i mean he could have easily made people think that he was dead yeah, because, I mean, he could have seen that, you know, Jessica coming up behind him easily, so I don't think he's completely dead. Yeah, you never know. Uh, before we get off of this, the Marvel Netflix shows, have you watched all of uh, Punisher? No, not yet. I'm saving it, actually, for the winter hiatus that oh. we have about a month of no TV shows, minus, uh, with the exception of uh, Agents. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, I finished it. Um, I enjoyed it. Wouldn't say I enjoyed it some of the other shows, but definitely more than than a couple like Iron Fist and uh, Defenders. <laughs> so you'd rank that number three? It would be tied for number three with Luke Cage. Luke Cage and, and, and Punisher are probably tied. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you my opinion when I watch it, but uh, I think for me it goes Daredevil. Jessica Jones, I'm in Luke Cage as well. Okay. 
Good, good. Yeah, I'd love to hear hear what you think. Uh, uh, what did what you have for for news? So the last thing um, I did want to cover before we move on is that uh, even though the episode promo said that you know Legends of Tomorrow would be returning in February, um, Friday probably late afternoon came out that it was going to replace uh, Supergirl on Mondays. Um, I just wanted to ask you, why do you think um, it's going to take over the spot? So I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'm guessing Black Lightning is going to show up in there somewhere. So maybe that's what's going on at, uh, in the Tuesday spot. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because Black Lightning was replacing Legends, and that's why it was going to come back in February. Yeah, so... So yeah, that that makes sense. So I want, I wonder if is do you know if Legends is going to have a, a short season like they did last season? Oh, I hope not. I hope it gets a full season. Yeah, I mean it's definitely the fun show out of all these shows. It's the one that I'm enjoying the most. Yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, even with all the fucking sad episodes they're having lately. Oh, uh, don't! <laughs> I know we have to talk about it, but oh uh, yeah, it tugs at the heartstrings. Yeah, so uh, that that's interesting. Uh, obviously, Supergirl will come back a little bit later. They'll they'll in their they'll in the run of just in Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, but that probably means that they will have a shorter season than the rest. So uh, they'll in their run. Supergirl will come back, and then they'll they, that will run out to the end of May or yeah, in May. Uh, Man, <laughs> sorry, Daniel. But talking about. Um, Legends of Tomorrow. They uh, Injustice Two video game released a new trailer uh, for a That's new right. character, and it's going to be the Adam. Now it's not uh, Ray Palmer out Adam. It's it's um, Ryan Choi, and uh, I think in the comic books for Injustice, Ray Palmer's already dead, so that's why it's Ryan Choi. Oh whoa. Yeah, uh, Franey keeps telling me to read the comics, and I have another friend telling me to read the comics too. I think I'm just gonna get the <laughs> trade paperback uh, so I can get it, you know, read it that way. But well, you know, the yeah, said, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say they said like the first three years that they've done of Injustice that it's like a really good comic. Yeah, you know, I think I, I did the trade for the first two years, and it's pretty great. But you know, uh, you can easily get those online too. Those are those are online comics to begin with. So if you don't want to get the trades, you can always watch read them on your phone or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's a it's a really interesting universe. You know, it's it's obviously a, uh, an Elseworlds if you want to call it that for DC. Uh, but it's interesting to see how those characters are handled differently in this Injustice universe. Um, and does it just give you, I guess, uh you know, different stories of what some of the heroes were going through, you know, during the first, uh, the first game more background for injustice Two. uh, just for, uh, Oh yes. I'm yeah. Just... Yeah. You're right. Yeah. No. Um, the, the comic book itself starts five years before the events of the video game. So the comic book is moving up to, uh, where, where the video games is. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you in the stuff you know you probably heard about like uh, Superman getting a yellow ring, and uh, you know Alfred beating up Superman because he's taking his pills. All that stuff happens before uh, the video game happens, and and you're kind of like realizing how certain people join Superman's side and certain people join Batman's side, the Resistance. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And like the events of 
of uh, in the video game, you know, uh, it, there's there's Nightwing and then there's Red Nightwing and that's actually Damien and you find out that you know Damien killed Dick Grayson and you see that you see that scene happen in the comic books, which is pretty awesome. Kills him accidentally, but oh man, that's so harsh. What happens? Yeah. And then Batman's like, "You killed my son." Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. If that's all the news that you got, that's all the news I have. We can go ahead and get on with our TV shows. All right. Let's talk about Supergirl midseason finale. We have the ramifications of uh, Monel coming back from coming back from the future. I guess. <laughs> best way to put it you know what's so it's funny is they explain in the episode that it wasn't actually just seven years that they've been gone like seven years he's been conscious because they also when they went back in time they went back uh uh, uh was it 1200 years before where they're at now so they've been in cryo sleep for 1200 years yeah so watching this i wonder if they're gonna cause uh cause an anachronism and the legends have to get involved. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's a that's a possibility. Special guests are right there. But you know they are in a different universe, so I don't know if they would have oh, to. That's true. They would have to, um, you know, correct any anachronisms in the other universe. However, the, 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 there should be a set of legends in the other universe too, as we've come There's to know from the Crisis on Earth X. Because fifty-two copies of everybody. Exactly. Uh, what'd you think of, um, Monel's and em- Emra? Is that how you say your name? Er- Irma? Is it Irma? No. Imra? Yeah, Imra. I think, yeah, I think it's Emra. What'd you think of their relationship? What'd you think of Saturn Girl? Um, obviously she was there the whole time that, uh, you know, Monel was in the future. Um, and I guess, you know, when you're trying to, go back to somebody that you already love, but then you find somebody else that's taking care of you. You're obviously going to get feelings. Um, I did like that relationship a lot more. He seemed a lot more happier than when he was with, with Kara kind of seems like he already understands, you know, the gist of a relationship. Yeah. So I think it worked. Yeah. And you know, he also as a character has matured, like obviously for him, it's been seven years and he's taken on the role of, of hero and leader and stuff like that, as you can tell. So it's, he's not so much of the, the timid puppy, I guess is the best way to put it. The way that he was around Kara, you know, cause he was, she was teaching him how to be a hero and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he said that it sunk in definitely once he went to the future. Yeah, so it's interesting that he is the one that started the Legion of Superheroes in the future, in the 31st century. Who started in the comics? Uh, it would have been Saturn Girl, Lightning Lad, and Cosmic Boy. They, okay. The three of them, plus, I, I think plus a couple people, a couple other uh, other Legion Legionnaires, um, started the, the Legion of Superheroes because... There was no, um, there was no, there was a lot of, I guess, a lot of bad things going on in the future, and um, the those those teens uh, were really, uh, what's the word? They were really infatuated with uh, the twentieth century superheroes, so Superman and uh, Bat. Batman and, and Wonder Woman and stuff like that. So they they named themselves uh, with a, a sidekick like name with uh, co- you know Saturn Girl, Cosmic Boy, Lightning Lad. 
those kind of things. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and they usually tie directly into Superboy comic books. Uh, so it's interesting that we're getting the tie into the Supergirl here. Do you think we'll see any other Legionnaires on the show? I think we will. I think uh, I think there's a good chance that we'll see Brainiac Five more than likely because he's going to be the one that probably cured Monel of his uh, lead poisoning. Um, if we don't see a Lightning Lad or a Cosmic Boy, that'd be a real uh, disservice, I think, for the rest of the Legion. Chameleon is a really cool. Uh, I think his name is Chameleon. Yeah. Is a uh, is a really cool legionnaire, which I think would be a way that they could totally make it so that Monel is not actually Monel, but he's actually Chameleon. And I don't know why they would be keeping it a secret from Kara, though. Well, I mean, right now Kara, you know, might be in a coma or something. Oh, maybe you mean in the future? Oh, well, she might be dead in the future. Oh, are you talking about at the end of the episode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would assume that she's dead in the future. So what, what did you think of the, the fight between her and rain? You know, obviously rain has got, got her full on powers now. And, uh, she's a formidable foe. I mean, world killer is probably a good title for her. So she just got her battle skills through instinct, I guess. I mean, she was kicking ass with, uh, you know, no prior training, yeah, I would I would assume that it's going to be some kind of genetic thing because they they talked about how she's bred for this exact you know thing, thing you know, fighting and all that stuff. Whereas Kara was just a, a normal girl on Krypton, you know, she just happens to have superpowers on Earth. Yeah, I mean, total. Uh, back in season one, Supergirl should totally kept training with uh, with Alex. She'd been fine in this in this fight. Well, no kidding. She she definitely should train more. Um, I liked at the beginning of the episode how she brings up the fact that, well, I put down Clark, so I should be able to take this Kryptonian no problem. It's like, <laughs> come on now. Why do we have to bring that up all the time? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but just um, I just want to agree with you some more. It definitely shows that Kara just goes straight to Fist, and she never uses her powers in a smart way to try to take down her enemies. She really doesn't. She just goes straight straight for brute force all the time. So it, it is unfortunate that... Uh, I mean, it's not unfortunate. It's obvious that why she would get her butt handed to her in this fight. Uh, I was really expecting to see some more iconic, um, you know, Death of Superman imagery in this Same episode. Here. But I didn't see any of that. I didn't see any of that either. So that really surprised me. Um, this episode was bloody. I was not expecting that. I was not so, expecting that either. Um, holy crap. It was brutal. Um, just getting like random debris from the street and beating Kara with it. So I had a problem with that. In the episode, um, Rain grabs something and then hits Kara with it. And then Kara's head kind of splits open, right? Right. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. Just because Rain is super strong doesn't mean the item that she grabs is super strong. Like, if if a, a car hits Kara, the car is just going to bust up, you know? It, it Kara, doesn't get, Kara doesn't get hurt by it. So, as soon as Rain hits her with that, whatever that debris was, unless it's kryptonite, it's just going to break against her skin. It, the only <laughs> thing that should be bloodying up Kara is Rain's fist. Yeah. 
So that's but a, no, that that thing, that pipe or whatever it was, did bust her open. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I you've seen, I don't know, I don't know if if you're old enough to know about these TV shows, but there was TV shows back in the day that were on syndication called um, uh, Her- Hercules: The Legend, Legendary Journeys, and Xena: Warrior Princess. I remember Xena. Okay, so in these shows. Obviously, Her- Hercules is the is the hero, and he's supposed to be super strong, like Hercules is supposed to be, right? Right. Well, often in the show, Hercules would grab a random object. Even in one episode, he grabs a skeleton, like a of a dead person, like the skeleton, <laughs> and he he's beating people with it. Now, <laughs> they are flying different directions because they're getting hit with the the skeleton the idea being that hercules is super strong when he hits you they fly away they they get thrown thrown in distance but the skeleton isn't super strong <laughs> why is it making you do that that it doesn't make any sense it does not I see your point now so it's so cheesy it's one of the things that always takes me out whenever you have a character that's super strong and he, they use uh, an ordinary item to hit people <laughs> like if it was a like even if it was like a a bat, that wouldn't make any sense. The bat would crumble against her her body. Yeah, definitely would. <laughs> uh, but no, it was a it was a pretty good fight scene between the two of them. You know, this show doesn't do much for uh, fight scenes often, but they did they did a good job here. I thought they were. See, uh, fighting in that Christmas party on the roof in the air. <laughs> And speaking, and speaking of Christmas parties, <laughs> when Kara was having her Christmas party, and uh, was it Wynn is is playing is playing music? Yeah, uh, is it? It's um, John that wants his father to hear the same Christmas song over the Hall and Oates Jingle Bell Rock song because it's the best song, <laughs> Christmas song ever. Uh, when well, I thought it was interesting was that during Legends of Tomorrow. That song is played again. Oh, is it? Yeah, when they're having their little like uh, goodbye party for uh, Jax. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know I'm jumping ahead, but and so when I was watching that, because I had, I watched them in order. I watched I watched Supergirl, then Flash, then Legends, then Arrow, and I had already watched Flash. So I was like, I wonder if they played the song during Flash or not. Uh, and I didn't recognize, I didn't realize it. And there was a Christmas party during Flash, so I didn't go back and look because I had already erased the episode. But then I was waiting for Arrow to see if they would play it, and I didn't hear it in Arrow. So I was like, it'd be cool if they had, they had used it in all four shows, but apparently they only used it in two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I don't remember it in Arrow, and yeah, I don't remember it in, in the Flash either. In Arrow, the only the only place that they probably would have used it was would be during the the reception for Felicity and all uh, Oliver's. Wedding. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's uh, only time it would fit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you think happens to young Ruby at the end of the episode? Because it cuts away. Are we are we gonna see a little kid get murked in the show? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say probably not. But uh, you never know. She was looking kind of pensive at that moment. I know. Um, I, I mean, the other thing that I could think, not, the only, the other thing uh-huh. I could think is that 
uh, it cuts away too soon, but when we come back, you'll see her pick up Ruby and take her flying because that was what Ruby wanted. Ruby wanted her mom to have superpowers. And that would be like a a great super uh, a great Christmas gift for her to see you know to be her mom to have superpowers and be flying around. That's true. I didn't think about it that way. I mean, she did have that crazy look though. She did. So, who knows? And obviously, Kara, they're trying to revive her because her pulse is too low. Yeah, I mean, I I, I really think you're probably the, the well one Saturn girl has um. Telep- telepathic powers just like uh john so i don't know if that's going to come into play or not maybe uh they'll be able to break out whoever else is on the 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 ship that's still in crisis or cryo sleep uh maybe mm-hmm. someone there will be able to help um oh oh what'd you think what do you think of uh jimmy and uh Le- lena getting together i saw it a couple of episodes back so totally all for it yeah I, I especially I think it's especially since at the beginning of the season, uh, you know, Jimmy was very much being like, no, a Luther is always a Luther no matter what. I guess that was probably last season, actually. But, uh, you know, someone you're, you're protesting too much that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, I would like, you know, that would if they get the relationship going, it definitely show the whole you know, prove the whole a Luther is a Luther, Luther wrong theory. Yeah. So maybe we'll finally, we don't have to worry about Luther, uh, Lena turning evil. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Kara won't have anybody. So maybe relationships will be done and over with for the show. Uh, yeah. So what do you think of that? What I mean, if this is where, uh, Monel is now, he's married to, uh, Emra. What does that leave for relationship wise for Kara? Do you think by the end of this season, uh, she'll be on to someone new, or do you think uh, they'll figure out a way to get Monel back and he'll, you know he'll be in love with Kara again? That'd be kind of screwed up if they made him fall in love with Kara again. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, I mean, not necessarily this Monel. Maybe it's a different Monel, or I don't know. You never know what they'll pull. Yeah, with this show, you'd never know what they'll do. I uh, I guess I kind of wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset if they just drop relationships altogether and just let her be a superhero for a little while. That'd make me so happy. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that'd be the the best move to do. But I I I know it won't. That won't happen. I know because we need to have relationships in the show. So if. As we're predicting, she'll be into a new relationship. Would you rather her be in a relationship with someone who doesn't have powers or someone that does? Uh, the whole thing with, uh, you know, this season has been Alex just saying like, hey, Cara, you know, be human, be human, you know, trust your human instincts. Up until this um, episode. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'd be nice if she actually was with someone who doesn't have powers. Huh. Which, you know, that's where, you know, it's we started off with Wynn. She, he was very much in love with her, or at least had a crush on her. Yeah, then he got turned down multiple times. Yeah, and then and then he got with the, the alien girl, who then, I'm guessing she's gone? We haven't really heard about her in a while. Yeah. Uh, so, it, I don't know. Maybe maybe she'll find her way back to Wynn. Maybe. I, I kind of always feel bad for him. 
because like they kind of really just dropped that storyline with him all together. But then they dropped the storyline with her and James, so that was just weird. Yeah, they did. Uh, all right, anything else you want to say about this show? Um, so I love that you call the whole death and return of uh, Superman for this storyline or for this season, right? But I don't think they're gonna do the reign of the super, you know, Superman. And I think that is not smart on their part. They should do that, but maybe that's just because I want to be right. And so, okay, so say she's still in that super coma. They end up doing the reign of the Superman, um, and obviously she has to play four separate characters. Do you think it's going to be the Legionnaires taking down those four characters? Well, uh, okay, here, here's what I think about that. I think that it won't happen until the end of the season because I think you, she's, I think when we come back to the, from the midseason, Kara uh, will wake up from the coma and she'll have to train to fight Rain. And Rain will have her fun throughout the rest of the season. Then you'll have the big penultimate uh, – fight at the end of the season than the death of Kara. Uh, and you'll okay. have, you'll have Monel just, you know, right there holding her just like, uh, Lois was holding Superman in the, in the cover. Uh, Ooh, that just gave me chills. <laughs> then you'll maybe Monel will take her and put her in a cryo sleep or whatever. Uh, and we don't know that because that will be next season. Then the next season will start with the four different Supergirls. Uh, one of them being played by, uh, Melissa Benoist, maybe two of them, um, with the other two being a younger version of her and uh, a person taking up the steel personality. Okay. Uh, then maybe the Legion will will be the ones that heal her and bring her back to life, the real one. But I don't think they'll be the ones that have to take down the two evil ones, the Eradicator and the Cyborg's uh, Supergirl. Okay. Another thing too, I was thinking is um, maybe the uh, the rest of the Legion has to get out of their uh, their sleep, and uh, they're all gonna have to team up, you know, Supergirl and then the Legion to take down Rain. Oh, that's not bad. I, that's that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good move. I, I like I, throughout the rest of the season, the 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 individual Legion air Legion characters uh, wake up. And we did in the preview. We do see a bunch of Legion rings. So, yep. So we'll, for the next season preview. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, Flash. Probably had the best cliffhanger or resolution ending of the episode. Uh, overall, the uh, other you know CW shows. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of uh, what it is that you're talking about. What. what what was the the resolution? Well, not the resolution, but just oh. the way like, everything oh, the was way, set up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You so you like that, you know? And I, I think I, I, I think I posted on our our Facebook page about that actor playing the character Brainstorm. Yeah, and then and then he's like, he's not really Brainstorm. He's actually the thinker. The thinker put his mind into that guy's body. That was crazy. That was I didn't even crazy. know he could do that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's pretty much why, so, you know, this, this really did answer the question that we asked earlier in this season is like, why is it that this guy who wanted to save the world from the world's problems, you know, have this fixation on the, on destroying the flash. And really he's not, he just needed the flash 
to come back so that they could re- create another dark matter wave, then create a bunch of metas in this bus, one of whom would be a person that had meta powers that could help him transfer his brain or his mind so that he out of a dying body. It's crazy though, yeah. because he really, you know, was banking on, on it that somebody would be created with those specific powers. But see, that's the, I think that's the whole point is that he's not banking on it is that he knew just through science that this guy's body chemistry when hit by dark matter would create a, uh, the perfect host for his, his mind. Okay. I guess that's the best thing. That's the best <laughs> way I could put it. Complicated science. Yeah. Science that we don't really understand. <laughs> I love the whole standoff with, uh, DeVoe and Harrison Wells are like, you're not that smart. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that is pretty good. I, I did like that. Uh, uh, what do you uh, what do you think of the whole framing Barry for a murder? Which now we know why B- Barry's on trial next or the next part of the season. Yeah, um, that was actually really well thought out um, because Barry's like, oh, we received this one. It's unmarked. He's all weird. Just we just got knives. Okay, let's put that away. So and obviously he grabbed it. Yeah, he grabbed it, but he I think. I think also Iris grabs it at one point, right? I and, think so too. And I think that's why he said don't run because he didn't if he if he ran, uh they might find Iris's prints on there and thus think that she was the murderer. That's true. I think that's what was happening. Okay. Oh man. It's just crazy to think that he thought all of this out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. I don't really understand. Well, I guess the point of 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 framing the Flash in his little uh, scheme of things is so that the the Flash isn't available to try and put him back into his his old body or you know stop him. I guess. But I mean, obviously they're going to need somebody, so they're probably going to call Wally to come back. Yeah, you know, that. so that was interesting that Wally was also not in this episode, and when they asked about it, he said that he was back in um, Blue Valley, and that he, I think they make another reference to him solving another crime or doing something heroic again. Yeah. Which uh, I think is lending itself to the rumors that Wally might show up in Legends? Yeah, that's what I heard, too, that he might... Um... After con- the whole co- thing with Constantine is over, that he'll be joining the Legends. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, the other option is that maybe he w- he'll join the Titans TV show. That wouldn't be bad either. I mean, I don't really know if this. I don't think these two worlds are supposed to. The two shows are supposed to be connected in the same world, but I think this, there's still a lot left open that we don't we don't know yet. Yeah. Because uh, wasn't one of the creators that's uh, from these shows that's also doing the Titans show or is involved in it? Uh, I think I don't know if Greg Berlanti is actually involved in that show or not. Or I thought it was Guggenheim, maybe. Guggenheim is the the one that's the uh, the showrunner for Arrow. So, oh, okay. So he might. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Uh, what what else do we have? We have Amunet. Uh, coming back in this episode, Katie Sackoff with her metal powers. Uh, apparently, she works for DeVoe as well, and she needed to bring, she helped bring Brainstorm in so that 
the the whole thing would ha- would work. She needed Caitlyn to serve to to save Brainstorm's pa- life. Uh, Caitlyn was able to do it. Yeah, um, that was a nice little pep talk that she got, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was nice of the villain to give Caitlyn the pep talk that she needed. Uh, <laughs> apparently the 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 Allens went on their honeymoon and uh was it cecilia wasn't around for the christmas party right no she was out of town she must have been out of town with her daughter probably yeah uh and i don't know i don't i mean i don't know what else really to talk about other than the the big reveal of the the thinker's master plan i just want to ask you um so do you think that his wife is an android or something else I don't think she is anymore, like, because now that I know the full plan, the, the plan was to get him a body that wasn't dying, it makes more sense of why she was doing what she was doing, so I don't think that's, that is anymore, but the way that she looks at the new body at the end of the episode, it's almost like maybe she she does, she's not happy with the decisions they made, because she fell in love with, with you know, the other body, the other man, you know, maybe now this man's going to be different. True. At least that's what's going through her mind. She it should she should be okay with it because she she fell in love with the 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 mind of that man, not just the 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 look of that man, right? Right. You're going pretty uh uh shallow there. Well, I know. I, I'm just I I'm just I'm picking up on what the show is putting down. I'm not saying anything. Maybe maybe she'll have a change of heart and help Team Flash later on when the show comes back. Maybe. I could see that. She might not like it, might get really extremely uncomfortable with it, and then like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm here to help. What do you think his master plan is? I, I I really don't know. I I don't know at this point. I don't. I I couldn't tell you what his master plan was, or is. Do you think, do you think this is going to be the best villain of any of the you know the whole Flash series so far? I would have to say that I am happiest with this villain so far. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Um, definitely really impressed with this villain as well. Yeah. It's nice not to have a speedster for once. Yeah, so you know that mean that way Barry has to do other things to try and figure to to beat the the villain. But also, uh, we can talk about this. But Cisco getting his non breakup cube. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Harry was just sitting there like that's not a breakup cube. It's like I can't believe it. I got a breakup cube for Christmas. This is terrible. That's not a breakup cube. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't open it. Not yeah, here. Not here. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. I would love to get that cube from from Gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't? Uh, and I was trying to re- rack my brain of where where we heard breakup cube before. That's what that's what Wally got from uh, from Jet Jesse. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. from Jesse Quick. So, uh, what were you gonna say? I was just saying we still don't know what's gonna happen with her with Jesse Quick. Yeah, because she hasn't come back. Oh, well, I mean, I assume that she's she's not coming back in any regular form. It's going to be uh, more of just maybe here and there's because her father, like, she doesn't even want her father around on, on their Earth, Earth 3? Yeah, or Earth, Earth 2. Earth 2, okay. So, 
Uh, anything else you want to say about the Flash? Uh, no, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> Bebo, the God of War. <laughs> So 1992, I assume that what they're playing off of here is Tickle Me Elmo. Uh, yeah. You know, people going crazy over certain toys for the holiday season. Did you catch <laughs> the music that they were playing when young Martin Stein uses the toy bow and arrow to get the Bebo? Yes. It, it was it was such a cool throw to uh, Arrow that I was I was giddy about it. <laughs> it was so cheesy, but it was awesome. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. I thought that was great. Um, uh, what what did you think of uh, the young Stein coming in for the episode for everybody to have that wound open right back up after having to see their Stein, you know, die? Uh, they just had to remind us that that happened. Um, I mean, it it worked well for uh, for Jax's part. I think anyway to help him he had get... to overcome everything, help him out with the grieving. Right. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. And, uh, and I don't know why I didn't say it before, but goddamn that, that guy that plays young Stein really looks like Victor Garber. He really does. You're right. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but, uh, with, uh, the, the time bureau apparently being in, disarray because of rip hunters uh imprisonment do you think that's you we're gonna we're gonna see some more of um arthur darvel next season or next part of the season probably uh they said that he's been going to a lot of trials uh but i think i think they're gonna do a prison break and they're and and um oh god uh sarah's gonna convince the team to break him out of jail yeah, I definitely think that's that's going to happen. Uh, and with the help of the Agent Sharp, I think is what her name is. Yeah. Uh, what do you th- what do you think of? Is she going to be added on as like a uh, a regular or just a reoccurring? I think reoccurring. I don't think full on regular yet. How, what do you think of her character? How do you think uh, she? adds to the group she was kind of you know um like the moral compass but then she's like well you know we kind of screw things up so just get used to it um and then especially with i when they first introduced her character and there's like tension with sarah and with agent sharp i kind of called it to like oh they're you know maybe a potential love interest or she's gonna say like oh i don't like boys either uh, it's, that's definitely the way it looks. It's looking. Yeah, especially when they were trying to outdrink the the Vikings. That's yeah, where she lets it slip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I saw that coming. Well, good good eye. Um, yeah, yeah. When they were fighting on board the the Wave Rider earlier in the season, yeah, you could definitely see that as a thing that might be happening. Um, looks like it will happen. Chat not complaining either. Cool. Uh, I, freaking, I also want to add that uh, Palmer looked ridiculous in his Viking outfit. <laughs> he, you know, I liked all their Viking outfits, and then I thought, I thought uh, Nathan looked uh, ridiculous. <laughs> or Nate, <laughs> I actually Nate liked Haywood. his. I was like, he could pull it off. You thought so, huh? That's that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, why? Why um, do you think like? 
Zari didn't didn't go down. Uh, well, neither did um, did Jackson. Is it possibly because of their skin color? Well, Vixen went down. Oh, that's true, and they didn't question her. That's right. Yeah, that's what, which I thought was un- interesting when when she starts to talk. Like, you know, obviously your skin color is different than the rest of them, and they they were just like listening to her. So it's true. I didn't think about that. Um, maybe uh, maybe uh, Zari gets reminded of her of her little brother uh, when she's with with Jax. Maybe that's a that's a good way of putting it. Uh, what do you think of them trying? Uh, Jax trying to uh, find a loophole to save Stein. Reckless. I mean, yeah, no, you're right. Completely reckless, but I, 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 I can't blame him for trying. And I like that Stein, young Stein, pulled out. I've seen Back to the Future. I know what this is. Yep, and he's <laughs> like, I'm not gonna do it. Um, once they fix that, they go back to their time, and you know, 2017, Stein's still dead, and then he ends up going back in time to confront him again. He's like, yeah, he's like, I thought about it, but no, I'm not going to risk it and do it. Yeah. So, uh, how do you, th- so how do you think that was loophole though? He was just going to tell him what to do. So he wouldn't do it. I, I really didn't understand how that loophole. Yeah. I didn't understand how that loophole was going to work either because it would still screw up the, his past. So I don't know. Yeah. I didn't get it, but okay. <laughs> What did you what what did you think of um oh what's the uh what did you think of oh you know of Jack's leaving do you think he's permanently gone do you think it's just for the end of this uh just for right now do you think uh, the actor's going to be back I hope it's just for right now okay <laughs> maybe a little bit sad not going to lie seeing him just like yeah I'm going to go <laughs> no. If he comes back, do you want Jax to have powers, or do you want him to be just uh, well trained, kind of like like uh, Sarah is? I want him to have powers. Is he gonna be Sticky Man? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll talk to some other scientists, and they'll figure out how to give him back the Firestorm powers. Maybe I, I I could see that. So I I also thought it was interesting at the beginning, towards the beginning of the episode. I don't know if it's the very beginning. Uh, him and Zari are playing Mortal Kombat on a gaming system, and of course he's playing with the Jax character from Mortal Kombat. Now that yeah. character has bionic arms. Not that I'm yeah. trying to stereotype or you know typecast or whatever, but what if they kind of make him into the Legends version of Cyborg? Oh, that'd be pretty cool too. I mean, he's a he's already the engineer on the on the ship. I mean, give him metal parts or robot parts, and he's kind of like Vic Stone. Yeah, I mean, ex football player. You know, he's got all the parts. That's true. I didn't even think about it. So uh, I could see it happen. Yeah, I could see it happening too. Nora Dark, uh, she dies in the episode. Yes. Or do you think she's dead? Uh, I don't think. Okay. Uh, before we go any further, um, yeah. Also, I could not take Damien Dark seriously in that golden <laughs> Odin wig. 
Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, but I think I obviously Damon rushed to her side or Damien and was like, no, not, uh, not now, not again. Yeah. I don't. And you know how Sarah stepped in. I don't think, uh, you know, he was quick enough to save her. Okay. So you think she's, and this is something we didn't bring, we haven't brought up yet, but, uh, the actress who plays Nora Dark, Courtney Ford, Uh that's Brandon Routh's wife. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Had no idea. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Wow. So, um, I did look her up in, on Google and stuff and, um, that's the daughter from uh, season four, season five of Arrow. Oh, it girl. is this. The Nora is the same. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same one. Oh, well, that makes sense then. What? What made her be evil though? Uh, her father. True. So, but but yeah, um, I thought I'd just uh, give you that little interesting fact that it's the same one. Well, thank you. <laughs> So the whole thing with Malice, uh, do you still think you know he's potentially like Black Hand from the Green Lantern universe? No, I think that that definitely went out the window. Uh, I wish I had been right, but I don't think that's that's what's happening here. Um, I don't. I really, I really want to know why Agent Sharp uh, talked about. Uh, Dinah in or not Dinah, I'm sorry. Uh Laurel in the that previous episode because it was weird that she would bring her up. But uh I don't think that's what's happening here. Okay. Hmm. Then I wonder what it is. Yeah. Because I mean she did get basically transported to a different realm. She got transported to the upside down. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I just want to know what that voice is or like who it really is. Um Well, we know who the the actor is. It's John Noble. Uh if you watch Sleepy Hollow or Fringe, you know who that actor is. But, oh yeah, that's right. But uh yeah, I wonder if he's gonna end up being something someone else. Okay. I mean they have a little Wikipedia on Malice. Do they from the DC yeah. universe or just the the demon version of the real world demon? I guess I don't know the best way to put that. Um, from yeah, DC universe. Okay, what's it say? Uh, obviously bad identity, secret identity, American. Um, the future Malice was a brilliant genetic uh, geneticist who perf- uh, whose perfect life was shattered when his seven year old son Alex developed a rare incurable. Uh, neuromuscular disease. When conven- uh, convention treatments failed, the geneticist uh, looked for a cure in the emerging field of nanomedicine, in which uh, nanomachines are used to combat des- the disease. Um, let's see. Just trying to look where he becomes a bad guy. But yeah, um, it looks like. So it's a, it's it's still time travel. That's interesting. It's not. It's, yeah, we're not getting into a, a spiritual thing. Or a, a magic thing, which would you would think with Damian Dark being involved, and then now, uh, as the end of the episode shows up, um, uh, uh, John Constantine showing up. So yep. it's still time travel, and he's just a geneticist, or at least a scientist from the future. Yeah, and basically, 
we uh we have him saying so do you think that's the villain or i'm sorry not the villain uh the demon that that constantine was talking about i don't i don't think so i think there's going to be something else that he wants her uh help with and then they're going to be like well we could really use your help fighting damien dark okay something that they should have done a long time ago yes (laughs) (laughs) so cool uh what'd you think of john constantine showing up it was awesome. Finally. Yeah, right? So happy it's, about that. Me too. And I love this little intro too, just in the dark corner, lit cigarette. Got to wonder how it is that he got onto the to the Wave Rider in the first place. <laughs> it's true. Maybe maybe he's going to ask for Rip. He's like, well, hey, where's the captain of the ship? Where's Rip Hunter? Maybe. But and maybe he'll tell a story. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, Rip and I go back a long time. You know, we had a fight, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. Interesting. And I have access to the ship. Yeah, you're, I like that. I like that. I like the way you're thinking, Daniel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, you Anything else you want to say about Legends? No. Okay, let's uh, go on to Arrow then. Uh were you expecting Renee to be the traitor? No. I couldn't believe that. I mean, I understand it because, you know, it's his daughter thing. and uh, But just when they came out and he was just like, well, it's me, Haas, you know, kind of thing. I was just like, oh, that sucks. And now you got all of Team Arrow, other than the, the three, leaving. And, and Diggle's kind of uh, useless right now because of his, his tremors. Uh, Felicity is always useless, I, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Maybe uh, Ragman will come back. <laughs> maybe. I doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> uh, then you, and, and, you know, Ollie's not supposed to be Green Arrow anymore, even though he put... Did he put on the suit to do the, the, the stealing part? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. That's actually what I was going to bring up, too. He's like, he promised no more Green Arrow to his son. Yeah. That's, so that's interesting. Went back on his word. Uh, Do you think... I mean, it had to have been obvious that they were being watched by some kind of camera in the in the cave. Um, And I can't believe that between... Curtis and Felicity, they didn't pick up on a camera being there. So I have to believe that they are playing it up for the cameras. Okay. Like, I think they're all they're they're It's a big show and, and they're, they're pulling one over on, uh, I have to believe that, that they're pulling one over on Caden James. Think so. I think so. All right. I mean, Okay, they know that there's an evil Laurel running around. Why would they not, you know, change their security or, you know, whatever, or just remove uh, Laurel completely from the system so she doesn't have access to the Arrow Cave? I mean, that would make sense. <laughs> but uh, no. Nope, they did not do that. So that's another thing leads me to believe that they're they're just placating with Caden James so they get the full story and then they can ambush him at the end. Speaking of the end... What did you think of evil arrow team? <laughs> I don't know if that's the best way to call them, but the 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 Caden James team just kind of emerging there at the end. I thought that was pretty awesome. 
Yeah, it was awesome. But uh, who was the right, uh, the guy to his, I guess, right, the guy, the bald guy in the yellow jacket? I don't remember a bald guy. Uh, he was right next to uh, Richard Dragon. Okay, I thought that guy was like blonde hair. Oh, maybe it was blonde hair. Uh, but I think that was just uh, one of Caden James's guys that you you've seen a couple times. You don't, I don't think he really talks. Okay, but yeah, it's just it's it, it's always been like Caden, uh, Laurel, and that guy, whoever that guy is. Okay, and so we we have uh, Vince, uh, we have Caden James, Evil Laurel, that weird sidekick guy, and then Richard uh, Dragon. That was it. Yeah, uh, and I thought it was interesting that Vince was part of the team. Yeah, same here. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why either. You stole uh, Dinah's heart. Um, I can't have a relationship with anymore, so I'm seeking out revenge. I guess. They they should totally uh, included um, Slade's son in an evil league. Ooh, that would have been cool. Like, uh, you know, you took uh, my father away from me, so, uh, you know, F you, you're going down. <laughs> uh, I thought the interesting, one of the interesting um, people to be included was, or that should have been included. Um, oh, God, how did I just lose my the track of thought right now? Uh, never mind. I can't remember what I was going to say. The FBI agent? No, not the FBI agent. However, I still think that the FBI agent's gonna it's gonna turn out that she's not she's part of Caden James is crew. Yeah, I still believe that too. So I'm trying to think. It's it's uh, something I Oh, Anatoly showed up. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, that's right, Anatoly. Yeah. So he's definitely a part of that whole thing. Anatoly, no. <laughs> Who is it? Who who was it that I had in mind that I thought should have showed up and been part of that team? It's been a villain that we've seen before. Yeah. Hmm. Oh well, it's not important, I guess. Cupid? No, not Cupid. Oh, calculator. Oh, because we, right. we did see him at the beginning of the episode in at the the wedding reception, and uh, I mean I know that they've kind of made him into a good guy now, but yeah, it would have been interesting to see him as part of the the bad team. Uh, you know, once again betraying Felicity, Felicity and her and her mom, which we saw the interaction between Donna. Is that Felicity's mom's name? I think so. And uh, and. Uh, detective lance. lance yeah quentin lance yep yeah donna smoke so obviously there's some hard feelings still left there oh i would say more than just hard feelings would you say that uh <laughs> i get what you say uh <laughs> would you say that donna and the calculator are back together or was she just allowing him to be a part of felicity's life I think the ultimate goal is to get back together because she was all super clingy with him. But then once she saw Clinton, she was su- Quentin. She was super clingy on him. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. But uh, I mean, do do you really think we're going to see the parents again? 
I, I think it's 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 terrible that we we don't see uh, the calculator more often, but that's just me. I like that character. You know what? Since the mom is allowing him to be part of Felicity's life all over again, can and you know he's also a super smart hacker. Can't they just get his um, help to take down Caden James? I assume that's probably why they brought him in this episode so that we remember him when we're, they're going to use him next season or next part of the season. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they'll, they'll they'll need they'll need the help to take take down Caden James, obviously. Do you think Team Arrow is going to be back together? Yes, by the end of the season, we'll definitely have Team Arrow back. What about Renee? Uh, probably. Okay. Like I said, I I really think that this is all just a a ploy. This is all. Uh, just the, like Oliver's way of making Caden James thinks that he's winning. Okay. Then he must have really thought that through. Yeah, I think so. For once. What did you think of the little explosives that came out of the bow? <laughs> I thought that was interesting. <laughs> it's a cool little <laughs> added on. Like, I, I. That's one thing is I don't I don't like is like the way that they portray Mr. Terrific when he's out in the field. Like so far, all we've ever seen him do is like throw the balls and hit people with them. Yeah. And I feel like they, he should really be doing more because the do Mr. You, Terrific we see in the comic book does a lot more. Do you think they could uh, hit, uh, put those with like little explosives as well, gas bombs and all that stuff to make him more, make them more useful in the field? I think gas. Yeah. It's a knockout gas or, you know, see them hacking into things more often. That'd be cool. Okay, because I mean, he yeah, he does just throw them, knock people out with them, and we'll we'll see him kick some ass every now and then. Right. Uh, yeah, that's it. Was there anything else about this episode that you wanted to bring up? Do you do you sense that maybe Renee and Ter- Mister Terrific might have some sort of thing going on? No, I really don't. I don't think Renee is going to swing that way. <laughs> Like I get, I get what I get what you're saying, but I think it's it's just more of a bromance that they're they're uh, okay. starting up between the two of them, and you'll probably okay. you'll probably end up seeing like next season or the next part of the season, um, the two of them out fighting crime together, uh, as a separate thing from from Arrow. Okay, but yeah, I don't I don't think that they would I don't think they would write Renee that way. Okay. I just gotta ask one last thing: like, how is uh, Curtis gonna separate himself from Team Arrow and be able to work with Felicity? I, I mean, they're business partners. Shouldn't they be able to trust each other? Yeah, and I don't think they will be able to. Like, that's gonna that's gonna be the big conflict between the two of them as they're working on Helix dynamics. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. They won't they won't be able to separate the two or she'll ask him for help and he'll be like, I don't want to be a part of this kind of thing and all that goodness. Okay. So, uh, cool. If that, if you're done with arrow, we can move on. Yeah, I'm done with arrow again. I think flash had the biggest cliffhanger, the best one, nothing too impressive. Yeah. I would say, yeah, the flash had the best, the best. Oh my good goodness moment. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move right on into the walking dead. Uh, this is the episode before the mid-season finale, so let's go ahead and talk about that. What did you think of the Heapsters this time around? Uh, very useless. 
good God, they are useless. I mean, he is one guy, and he was he was freaking bound. His hands were bound, and he was still able to take them out and then get the. I mean, I know it's supposed to, it's Rick, and we're supposed <laughs> to be like Rick is a super god with uh, being able to to do stuff, but he is one guy, and they could not take him down. Really. Not only that, like he'd been trapped in there for a couple of hours. He would have been weak from all that sweating. Probably didn't eat either. Yeah, yeah. And he somehow, you know, pulled it off. And Shane could have done that. Yeah, Rick. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Do you think that was Rick's plan the whole time? Like he knew that he's gonna get caught, and he would have to sh- show them up somehow. So he's like a Batman now? Yeah, kind of like Thinking a Batman. Ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know what? When he had uh, Jadis uh, pinned down to the ground, I think he should have shot her back. Yeah. On the side. Yeah, that would have been, an, I think that would have been a good move too. And Like she was literally afraid of a head that was like two feet away from her. I know. <laughs> <sighs> uh, God, yeah. that was stupid. They really do like doing that. Like stuff to walkers, like putting metal on their heads and stuff like that. Because this is, you know, this is like the the other one that he had to fight in the pit. Yeah, uh, they. I mean, they do live in a Mad Max environment, so let's Mad Max everything out. That's so that that group is so weird and and yes, useless. Like you put it, <laughs> I don't know why he wants. It. I hope that really all they are is cannon fodder. They're the shields to get in behind, you know, as the saviors are shooting them. Yep, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, human shields? All right. That's exactly all they, they're good for. They are terrible, terrible fucking people. <laughs> and a fourth. <laughs> uh, what'd you think? Yeah, a fourth. What'd you think <laughs> of her, like, a fourth and I sculpt you? And it's like, no. <laughs> no, I, I'm waging a war here. Get your craziness out of my face. I. Uh, uh, Obviously, that was just for, uh, you know, comedic relief there. But, um, yeah, I just got to gotta agree with you. Like, what are they going to do next? What, uh, what What's the whole big plan? What do you think her medium of sculpting would have been? Do you think it would have been metal? Or, like, she had some actual clay somewhere? Or was she going to chisel, chisel maybe metal, out of Maybe metal, since they stone? had that, that cat uh, thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Once again, people not following the fucking plan have screwed over Rick's Rick's plan as he shows up and uh, all the walkers that are supposed to be there are not there. Well, I, I just got to ask you, was that like a, do you think that was a time jump? Uh, I don't think it would have been a time jump. Um, Maybe like uh, a couple of hours or like a day forward. Yeah, maybe, maybe a day. Because, yeah. Cause, the way it was edited and cut, you know, we see the walkers break down into the sanctuary. There there should have still been a giant uh, herd outside of the sanctuary trying to get in. Right. And I, I'm guessing we'll find out that, you know, someone with the saviors was able to her, or her, uh, corral them away like like they were trying to do with the, the speaker truck. Oh, yeah. So or or. Eugene was trying to do with his uh, iPod plane. Yep. Yeah. What'd you think of uh, the interactions between Dwight and Eugene this this episode? They were really, really good. They were. 
and um, you know showed off the acting chops from both actors, but most importantly, the whole like you know this guy's a, a weasel. You know, if I don't take his word seriously, he will rat me out to to Negan, and I'm gonna get killed. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely what uh, they were portraying, and uh, I thought it was very interesting that this is the one time that we see Eugene man up, like <laughs> for the saviors. Well, I guess that's not true. We've seen him man up for our our side too a few times, but. Uh, the whole, you know, Dwight holding a gun to the back of his head and he's like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what I need to do. Cause you would have killed me already. Uh, yeah. it, it's yeah. very, it's very interesting to see, see this all play out this way. And just goes to show you that, you know, Eugene will really do anything in order to save his own ass. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Like, what did you, why do you think it is that he didn't, he didn't tell Negan right there and then when Dwight showed up that it was Dwight that, uh is the traitor. I don't think he has um, a change of heart, especially with what uh, he told uh, father Gabriel. Right. I think it's more like if I hold this evidence, you know, I can levy him for my personal gain. See, and what I think it is, is that even with Negan right there and all the other saviors that would be on Negan's side, once he said it, there's still the possibility that Dwight could kill him in the instant before everybody kills Dwight. And that scares Eugene more than anything. He just wants to be alive. He he wants to survive. So damn, that that's actually a good thought. Yeah, it, it, he'll he'll never do anything that will jeopardize his life. Okay. So I think and, yeah, I think that's what happened right there. And what uh, what do you think with the whole like you know this is a handshake? Uh, you know, it's a sign of respect. He's all not many people get my handshake. Do you, do you believe that? No, I I think. I think Negan knows how to put, how to manipulate and play Eugene more than anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious though. He's like, no man, I'm just giving you a handshake. Yeah. But did you happen to watch the talking dead? Uh, uh-uh. okay. So at what, at that point they asked him about that and, and, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who plays Eugene, he says, what kind of handshake, does Negan have that he starts it off that way? I mean, what kind of weird ass handshake is that? Like he did, he had his hand in a weird, like the weird palm down like way that you would, if someone was asking you to kiss their hand. Yeah. So I don't blame him. I, plus we know that Eugene is a, is a scaredy cat, especially of Negan. So yeah, God, you know, he's got such a strange way of talking with, uh, you know, and his his cadence and the the way he he likes to do throw rhymes in there. I do not feel uh, envious of uh, McDermott. That's his name, right? Dermot? Something like that? Yeah, Josh McDermott. Josh McDermott of having to memorize those lines, especially in the episodes where he has a lot to talk. Yeah, this one was definitely one of those episodes. Yeah, it was very Eugene-centric. Do you think, um, you know, since he was like, oh, I got something else, you know, to tell you um, about, I'm going to, and then he was about to play the recording, but then the rest of the saviors broke in. Do you think that Negan is going to be like, so, hey, you know, what do you really want to tell me? No, I think Negan wasn't, didn't wise up to it. I think that he really thought it was the intercom system. Goddamn, he's a dumbass. Well,. He doesn't. He doesn't see past his own ambitions. So, 
I don't think that uh, it would have clicked with him. Okay. So why? Uh, what do What do you think that you know? Uh, Daryl was disobeying Rick so much. I think he has. He's just super like pissed because of what happened to him while he was being being held there. And then he, you know, he lost a lot of friends. He's lost a lot of friends so far. It's true. So, I think that's. Uh, I think that's where this is going. And you think that's uh, the same thing that's driving Tara as well? Oh yeah, definitely the the death of her girlfriend. And then everybody else. Yeah. They brought up the fishing community this time. They did. And she said, you know, if I would have said something earlier, we would have probably had this one by now, which I doubt, but it, it is interesting that she brought it up. Yeah. What do you think the, now that Rick's plan is fucked, what, um, what do you think is going to be the next call? Well, I, I honestly wondered what, what the, the, his plan, the next part of his plan was. Because he was supposed to get the, oh yeah, he rounded up all the heepsters and, and I assume you know, I assume their guns, whatever guns they had, but yeah, I mean, was it just to then just to overrun the 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 factory at that point? Um, I don't know. But again, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense either. No, so I I really want to know what the next part of the plan, which is, I assume when he meets up with Daryl again, he's he'll tell us, you know, this was the plan, this is what we were supposed to do, and then. They'll have to remedy from there. So how many casualties do you think there'll be in this mid-season finale? Oh, I don't know. I think there's going to be quite a bit. I think we're going to lose some characters. Do you think Do you think Father, Father Gabriel's going to die? Do you think he's sick enough that he's dying now? I think so. Interesting. I, yeah, I'm just trying to think, like, uh, what are the main act, what main actors are going to die on tonight's episode i still this upcoming episode i think that i think we're gonna lose morgan i really do no well that's why you're gonna have him over at fear the walking dead because they're able to lose him on this show uh no don't tell me that (laughs) (laughs) i i i think that's what's gonna happen but who knows do you think this will be the end of the war or do you think that the war is gonna go on for the rest of the season too i think there might be flashbacks in the next season to it Oh, you so see, you think that the be- that beginning of this season where we see that old man Rick and you know the older Judith and stuff like that, we'll see more of that play out. Yeah. Hmm. All right, that's cool. And I think what it's been since like season six since they've been doing a lot of time jumps and then going back and stuff. So yeah, they've been yeah. doing that since season six. Yeah. So I think that's what they're gonna do. All right. Anything else you want to say about The Walking Dead? Uh, no, not really. Yeah, okay. can't wait for the massacre, the giant fight that's going to happen. I think that's the. I think this is this mid-season finale is the episode everybody's been waiting for since the beginning of this season. Like there has been a lot of complaints about this, the show not be not delivering, and I think this is what it's been building to. Okay, so. I hope so because I mean some of the mid-season finales or some of the season premieres for The Walking Dead are kind of lame, and you know didn't cover what I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. So uh, we'll see. We'll we'll, ha- we'll have to talk about it next week. All right. All right, man. Uh, if anybody has any uh, issues they'd like to talk about with uh, these episodes, please get a hold of us. We're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter as at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Daniel's also on Twitter as super commie Daniel. The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter. 
at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram, facebook.com backslash Geek Elite Radio. Uh, check out our website, geekleetradio.com, for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying always remember to geek out. Geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.